Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Slice of Life on your Saturday morning. I hope uh, December is off to a good start for you. Hard to believe how fast the holidays come around. Um, But uh, we've got a lot of important things to talk about, including our guest today, who is uh, debuting on Slice of Life. It's a pleasure to have Jennifer Redding on our show. Jennifer is the Vice President of Liberty Home Care. And Liberty Home Care is a nonprofit that has been serving the home health care needs for people of all ages throughout Western New York since 2001. So they've been around for 18 years already. And before you know it, they'll be celebrating two decades in business. Much to delve into about Liberty Home Care. And I'm happy to do so. Before I introduce Jennifer, let me um, just remind you that if you'd like to follow me on social media, hear about the latest uh, happenings on Slice of Life, please feel free to go to my Facebook page. You'll see a picture of our guests along with information on the show and also on Instagram and on Twitter as well, all under my name, Brenda Alacy. It's an odd spelling. It's Alacy, A-L-E-S-I-I. And on Twitter, if you can't remember my last name, it's at Brenda Celeste. So uh, what would we do without social media, folks? It's a way to stay connected. And uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to meet a lot of interesting people, the movers and shakers in Western New York, including Jennifer Redding. Good morning, Jennifer, and welcome. Good morning. Thank you. Nice to have you with us. So when people ask you, gee, what do you do for a living? And you talk about Liberty Home Care. How do you explain in a nutshell what Liberty Home Care is? Well, in a nutshell, Liberty Home Care is a one-stop shop for individuals who need home care services, such as uh, personal care assistance or uh, durable medical equipment and supplies. Um, We also have a palliative care program, which is uh, a palliative care program that brings nurses and social workers into individuals' homes who have chronic illness to help them manage their symptoms. And we also have non-emergent transportation. Oh, so to take folks to doctor's appointments and other Correct. types of therapies? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's great to know. Now, when you talk about, and I was really stunned to see you've been in business for 18 years, as I mentioned, and how has it evolved over the years? It evolved, It's evolved dramatically from a small sort of mom-and-pop operation, for lack of a better term, to uh, a, an industry where we're servicing Erie County, Niagara County, Cattaraugus County, um, and we can service Genesee, Orleans, Monroe counties. So we we've really expanded our footprint and become much more sophisticated in what we can offer and uh, try to reach more and more individuals in the community. And who would you consider your your target audience, if you will? Is it folks who are dealing with chronic illness? Is it perhaps um, you know we typically refer to women in the sandwich generation? possibly caring for children and their elderly parents. It really puts them in a bind, so they need transportation help uh, amid other uh, needs and help that they uh, may require. Is there a specific population that you try to target? There's not a specific population. We have, because we're so diverse, um, there are different different populations for different segments of our business. So the durable medical equipment side of the business really goes anywhere from um, pediatrics into mm-hmm. uh adulthood and um, because we can provide CPAP equipment, nebulizers, oxygen, hospital beds, wheelchairs, crutches, you, you name it, we, we can supply it. Um, so that really spans anybody who has that need. Uh, it doesn't matter how old you are or 
you know, we accept many, many different insurances or private pay for those services. Um, on the licensed home care side, that's primarily, as you mentioned, you know, the individuals in the sandwich generation who may need somebody to come into their uh, mother or father's house to help them with their activities of daily living, you know, cooking, cleaning, bathing, um, grooming, things of that nature. And uh, also, we also service the Medicaid population, uh, managed long-term care population. They are individuals who are in a specific insurance program to keep them at home and give them services such as uh, personal care services so that they can avoid hospitalizations and then going into a nursing home. You know, it's interesting that you say that too because um, my mother was in the hospital um, more than 10 years ago and she was a breast cancer patient and had to be admitted to a hospital locally. And because of that, she was unable to really walk well when she came out. And it's almost as if once you go into the hospital, it's a downward trend. And shortly after that, she passed away. And it's really difficult as a family member to accept that dramatic change. You know, you're under the assumption that your loved one is going into the hospital to get better. But sometimes because of the the patient's condition or perhaps the lack of resources within that facility, they're not able to really get them up and about as right. you would hope. So do you, in a way, fill that role where you're trying, as you said, try to keep that patient at home or perhaps at their facility so they can still maintain some kind of viable lifestyle? Absolutely. Um, between the palliative care program, which which is geared at more towards symptom management, uh, you know, sometimes when an individual has a chronic illness, they take certain medications that can cause side effects that are difficult for them to manage, um, constipation, pain, you know, et cetera. So we can help speak to their provider to see if they could recommend an adjustment in their medications to help ease those symptoms. We also are able to provide them with uh, a social worker who can mm. c connect them with community resources that they may be able to participate in to keep them active in the community and also give them additional resources, Meals on Wheels, those types of things so that, that um, they're not just dependent on themselves. Jennifer, no wonder you call it a one-stop shop. You yeah. really are. It's almost like I envision you at the core with all of these tentacles where you can refer out and help people with your own business, but then refer out to the appropriate agencies. And I think, you know, I'm sure you see this day in and day out. When people uh, become ill suddenly or they're managing a chronic condition, it's tough to know where to turn sometime. Do you see that all the time, that people sort of panic and don't know, throw their hands up, don't know what to do? Certainly, um, you know, and if they want to call us and see if they're appropriate for any of our services, you know, they certainly can do so. Um, they can just call our main number, 274-5000, and let, let the call center know what it is they're calling about. Do they need equipment? Do they need a personal care aid? Um, are they looking for palliative care services? And, and they can direct them to the right area. Um, in, within our company to get those resources. Two seven four five thousand. Correct. Easy enough to remember too. And when you talk about personal care aides, um, how difficult is it for you to recruit? Because I would think that's a constant need. It's absolutely uh, one of our biggest challenges. I bet. Definitely. I bet. Definitely, especially um, given that we service such a broad area, and our location is in Niagara Falls. So we are actually expanding our recruiting services and looking into expanding our our physical footprint um, to get uh, an office further closer to the south towns so that we can be more accessible to the aides 
when they are looking for work, uh, make it easier for them to get hired and um, also hire people within the area that we have needs. Do so you, it's definitely it's it's a big challenge and and ongoing. Yeah, and it's it's there's a lot of competition. There are a lot of other agencies out there, but there's also greater competition. Um, you know, from the fast food industry, Target, you know, you know, other other areas where it's a little faster for them for people to get a job because there's certain requirements they have to satisfy to be a personal care assistant. They have to be certified. Um, they have to pass their medicals. They have to have a current PPD. What is and, PPD? Uh, that's a, a test for tuberculosis. Oh, okay. And they have to um, pass through a background check. Because so, they're going into people's homes, exactly, right? and they're yeah. caring. But, you know, what we find is that, is that regardless, people want to be in this business. They want to care for people. They have a passion for it, and that's why they do it. So... Um, we have a really fantastic core of personal care assistants who are dedicated to their job, and um, we really want to care for people. That's that's what they want to do. So they don't want to go to McDonald's or or Mighty Taco. You know, it's it's interesting that you say that too, because I always thought about folks who do that. I give them a world of credit. It's really a calling, isn't it? It is. It's not. You know, do you want fries with that, and you're done after four or five hours? Right. Um, these are folks that can impact somebody's life significantly. And also alleviate some of the pressure for family members. Yes. You know, because for us, I mean, I've been in that boat with elderly parents, and it's really tough to see them fail, and then you feel guilty because you can't spend enough time with them. You know, that whole kind of cycle that happens. Um, so to be able to find reliable, trustworthy aides is just absolutely essential. It is. Now, um, do these folks also go to the hospitals or other facilities, or is it strictly in-home care? It's in-home care, correct. Gotcha. And so you you went down the, uh, and I'm so glad you you listed the different requirements for a person who would want to become an aide, and it's men and women, right? Correct. So do they have flexible hours? Because, as we know, sickness doesn't just run from 9 to 5. Right. (laughs) Well, there are flexible hours, um, and there's different, they could be anywhere from a per diem, to full-time employee with us, uh, full-time and part-time employees do get benefits. They get PTO and health care, nice. um, all the benefits that you know one would expect to get with a full-time position. And um, the typically the hours are anywhere from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. You know, throughout the day, we do have a few overnight cases, but those are not the, the norm. What would you say the most common? Um, ailments, if you will, are, Jennifer, the, the, the health conditions that require somebody to need an aid or some of the equipment that you provide through Liberty Home Care? As far as the aid service goes, it's typically, you know, uh, COPD or um, some Alzheimer's, some dementia, um, anything, diabetes, things that, things that limit mobility uh, in an individual are typically what the personal care aids are are helping um, resolve so uh, and then as far as durable medical equipment it could be anything it's such a wide range right yeah it could be anything from you know a a fracture that's going to heal to um, any of those conditions that are you know that I mentioned that are going to require long-term equipment in the home a wheelchair or a hospital bed or a Hoyer lift things like that you know those are more severe cases right so you have everything from soup to nuts right from a cane to a Hoyer yes (laughs) it's quite quite the variety and then do you deliver those items right to 
this vast area that you cover in the counties? Yes, we do. Um, the delivery is free. There's no charge for delivery of the items. And um, our delivery technicians are very knowledgeable in how to use the equipment. They go in and they help set it up and they teach the, the individuals how to use the equipment that they're receiving, whether it's you know, an oxygen concentrator or a hospital bed. You know, those, those require a little more detail in, in uh, education. And, um, and they're a really great, great group of delivery techs that care about the patients as well. I would think so. I mean, that's got to be a specific set of skills to have to even know how to, you know, bring this equipment into a home, set it up, and so forth. Right. We, we, customer service is very important to us. Yes. You know, yeah. that's one of our main personality traits mm-hmm. that we look for when we try to, when we're hiring right. individuals. Right. Always a priority, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Much more to discuss, though, with Jennifer Redding, who is the Vice President of Liberty Home Care. The number to reach Liberty Home Care is 274 5000 And as Jennifer mentioned, um, this company really covers a vast area of Western New York. We'll talk more about some of the other items and services available from Liberty Home Care, some of the durable medical equipment, and also we'll ask her about Pathways Palliative Care. Coming up right after this. Mary Beth and Lou Billetier want to welcome you to Chefs on the Go, home of the world-famous Spaghetti Parm at their new location inside Williamsville Place, Sheridan Drive in Amherst. Enjoy a select menu of Chefs' most popular dishes with their famous bread and sauce. With lunch specials served from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily, order online at ilovechefsonthego.com or call 633-8646. Eat in, take out, or drive in to get your order from our convenient pickup window. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. Enjoy the great taste of Chefs on the Go. Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life. Uh, we have another segment to go, so pour yourself another cup of coffee or uh, another Bloody Mary or mimosa. I, I think that's what I would pick today. <laughs> Keep warm on these cold winter days. And our thanks to Lucas Buckley for being at the controls for us today, making sure everything is recorded and ready to roll. And we are talking this week with... Jennifer Redding, and Jennifer is the Vice President at Liberty Home Care. And you may ask, what is Liberty Home Care? Well, it's tough to really encapsulate all the different services provided by this agency. If you want to call them, 274-5000 is the number to call. And uh, Jennifer, do you have a presence on social media as well? We do. We are on Facebook and LinkedIn, and uh, we post pretty regularly uh, any kind of updates from uh, we just recently had a wonderful story. One of our personal care assistants' son saved a man's life while walking to school in Niagara Falls. So we were able to um, give him a certificate of excellence for that. Wow. And uh, we promoted that on Facebook. And um, just fun things we do in the office if we have a, a celebration or we're donating to a charity or something of that nature, we'll that on social media as well it's great for employee morale too yeah. don't you think yeah 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 especially yeah i mean this is not the easiest 
thing to talk about when you're talking about topics related to health, life, and death, right. uh, after all, and all the challenges that come with it, including the financial strain. Do you feel in some ways that you're there, you know, your big picture objective is to alleviate stress and anxiety? Oh, absolutely. Um, definitely. It's, it's a it's a wonderful space to be in to really know that you're actually helping so many people in so many ways and really giving them an improved quality of life whether it's the personal care assistance whether it's the durable medical equipment or the palliative care program pathways um, each area has a has a positive impact on individuals independence and yes. quality of life. It's so important mm-hmm. too, because I would think denial is a big part of this as well, not only for the person who may be ill, but for the, the family members and friends who are around that person. Yeah. Now let's talk specifically about DME or durable medical equipment. Um, you have, you as you mentioned, everything from wheelchairs to walkers, oxygen concentrators. Um, I imagine that you will continue to do this as people live longer and age in our community and it's an older population generally speaking so is any of this covered under medicare and and i don't want to just mention those three items you have a ton of medical equipment right right. yes um actually the bulk of durable medical equipment is covered under medicare Uh, it has to be medically necessary uh, and individuals have to have a script from their physician Mm -hmm. or provider uh, and and the office notes to back it up that they require that for Medicare to cover it. However, um, you know, if they need it, it's usually not a problem. Do they come to your office in Niagara Falls or do you deliver it or is it a combination? It's a combination. The majority of orders are faxed over to us. We get a prescription from the doctor's office and then we'll reach out to the patient and get the remaining information from them if we need it. Um, or the doctor's office and get all the information that's required and then we'll deliver it once we have everything um, wrapped up. Gotcha. And then uh, even things like CPAP, which you hear a lot about with people mm-hmm. of all ages and, you know, like my husband who snores. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and BiPAP, what's the difference between the two? Uh, BiPAP is more of a, a, a two-way CPAP. I'm not a respiratory therapist by mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination, but a BiPAP is required for um, people who have much more severe apnea issues. Um, it can it's, it's not a ventilator, but it, it helps push air back in, I believe, you know, if, if, it, if it's needed. Right, right. So really some heavy-duty equipment you've mm-hmm. got going on here that can really help people have quality of life. And we have a licensed respiratory therapist who <laughs> <laughs> knows much I'm more sure. about yes. the I'm sure, yes. I don't mean to put I you do. on the spot there. But all this alphabet soup, right? It's yeah. going to be tough to keep uh, everything, you know, clear in your head with all these different things. And even, my goodness, when you talk about alphabet soup, how about all these insurance plans? Oh, I know. HMOs and, you know, BCBS and IHA. It's just, it really, as a layperson, makes my head spin. Yeah, it's... And you've got to negotiate that every day, right? Sure. We and have navigate to through that. Yeah, we have customer service reps who are... A, very, very friendly, but also very knowledgeable in all the different insurance plans that we accept. And they do 99% of that navigation for the patients. That's fantastic. Again, uh, alleviating some of that stress Mm -hmm. and anxiety that we face in these situations. Now, for folks who have serious chronic and perhaps progressive illnesses, uh, Liberty Home Care has a program called Pathways Palliative Care. How does that all work? It primarily services... Uh, individuals in Niagara County, um, although we could go into Erie County, but Erie County has their own palliative care program, and uh, so we sort of stick to Niagara County, but 
basically an individual can either refer themselves, a family mm. member could refer them to the Pathways program, or their physician might refer them to the Pathways program. Um, typically, if somebody is experiencing symptoms that they're having a hard time managing, if they have COPD and they're ca having a hard time keeping their weight under control, which is then causing them to go to the, the hospital, um, then they should call Pathways and, and look to see what we can do to help them. Um, what happens is once they get approved, then then our nurse will go out. They do a, a visit monthly. Just to assess? Well, they'll do an initial assessment, and then each month they do go out and make a visit. Um, mm -hmm. There's also phone calls in between if needed, or if, if a person is requiring a more frequent visit, the nurse would be able to do that as well. And then we have social workers on staff who are there um, as needed also to help with an, any kind of um, paperwork that, that individuals might need. They're very, very knowledgeable in what's required to get Medicaid or Medicare, et cetera, um, other types of insurance plans that they might need. Um, and then we also have spiritual care guidance, which is non-denominational, that is also available, and that's not required, but if somebody did want to have spiritual care services they could do you often uh, find that people do want that is it a popular service a, that you offer probably 25 percent that's, that's yeah. pretty significant i would say yeah um and obviously your goal is to reduce hospitalizations too while improving right that person's quality of life um and what would you suggest to people jennifer having been in this business and you worked in you've worked in the healthcare system um, I know, having read your biography for a long time, and you know it inside and out, I would imagine, uh, although it's changing all the time. It is. Do you recommend people to have advanced directives in place, even if they're younger and not ill? Absolutely. Why, uh, why is that important? It's so important because, unfortunately, we don't really know at what point we may lack capacity to make those decisions. And so when we have the capacity, that's when we want to make it known and document what it is we want done in the event that uh, you know we have a, a major life-changing event that renders us you know potentially dead or you know unable to make decisions and and then further down the line somebody's going to have to make a decision on on what our treatment should be and we want it to be what we want not what somebody else thinks we want is is that different from a healthcare proxy or is it kind of the it's same thing? It's sort of the same. Yeah. There, there's so, different documents. There's a healthcare proxy, uh, and then there's a, a MOLST, which is medical orders, medical orders for life-sustaining treatment, which need to be um, completed by a doctor. All of these, all of these documents can be uh, our palliative care team can assist you with, and then um, also if somebody wanted to go to their doctor and and have the head of advanced directives put in place they could do it with their own physician i think um sometimes just uh introducing the topic you know mm -hmm. getting that conversation started is probably the best way to break the ice do you find that people just even now they're they don't want to deal with it think about it kind of a head in the sand mentality yes definitely <laughs> I, how, how do you overcome that our, our palliative care team is very very well versed in uh how to speak with people regarding um, these needs and um, that's kind of, that's a lot of the time why the physicians want them to go to Pathways because the physicians aren't as comfortable all the time or have, don't always have the time to have these conversations with their patients. Um, and so they would rather send them to more of an expert, you know, so that's more of what we do with every single patient. We, 
we get advanced directives in place. Can people learn about Pathways through the number that we talked about earlier, 274-5000? Yes, they can, Th- they can call and ask for Pathways. Excellent. Now, and I think it's so important that you bring up spiritual and emotional issues and, and even things that people don't want to talk about, like I'm having a hard time going to the bathroom or I feel anxious all the time. You know, perhaps those are not things that you talk about with everybody, but you, they can feel safe. Yeah. Right? Talking to your staff. They develop a, a relationship with Yes. Them. It's a real rapport, I mm-hmm. would think. Um, and you had mentioned to me off the air something called CDPAS. Yes. CDPAS is part of our licensed home care agency. Um, it's a consumer-directed personal assistance services. Uh, basically, it's a way for family members to hire somebody they know and trust to care for them rather than go through a oh. traditional licensed home care agency. Uh, typically, it's individuals who maybe live in, a, in an outlying area, and there aren't a lot of PCAs available, mm-hmm. and so they know somebody who can um, care for them or somebody who just feels safer having somebody they know care for them. Right. There's not a, a total stranger coming in. Right, right. right. It's got to be a challenge, too, Jennifer. I'm glad you brought this up about how rural the area is when you think about, especially when you, you know, have those different counties that you serve. Right. It's easy to overlook, you know, the the rural nature of our communities, but that's a challenge unto itself, right? It is. It's, it's surprising how difficult it is just to get, use public transportation to get from Niagara Falls to our office, which is on Niagara Falls Boulevard. You would think that it would be pretty easy, but some, some people have to take two or three buses. It's a great point. Yeah. yeah. So easy to overlook that. Mm-hmm. And before we close, I've got to ask you, you work in a pretty high stress environment, right? And I see that you, um, you do some volunteering as a triathlon coach. Are you out and about yourself doing things like that? I do. And I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good for I, you. I volunteer for the Damon uh, women's varsity oh. triathlon team. It's a an emerging sport, an emerg- emerging Title IX sport. So there's ten, started in 2015, and they have 10 years to get 40 different teams on board to make it an official um, varsity sport for NCAA. So that's f- fantastic, especially I think Damon has a higher profile now uh, yeah. with sports and really making an effort not only for academics but for athletics as well. Yeah. Well, congrats. It's got to be a nice way to kind of de-stress when yeah. you're talking about these heavy-duty topics. It is. Good for you. Well, I wish you continued success at Liberty Home Care, Jennifer. The number to call, again, is 274-5000. Jennifer Redding, best of luck. Happy holiday season to Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. That'll put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, we'll carve out another one next Saturday. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.